Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. Supreme Court halts demolition drive in Delhi's violence hit Jahangirpuri. India's active COVID case load on the rise. Over 2000 infections recorded in a day. Actress assault case. Crime branch to scan over 6000 audio messages. Grill Kavya soon. Now, police can obtain physical biological samples of convicts and detainees. IMF cuts India's 2022 growth prospects to 8.2%. Let's get into the details. The Supreme Court on Wednesday stopped the anti-encroachment drive by authorities in the violence-hit Jahangirpuri area in Delhi and agreed to hear a petition challenging the action of the civic bodies allegedly aimed against the right accused. A bench headed by Chief Justice N. V. Ramanna ordered status quo and said the petition would be listed before an appropriate bench. Senior Advocate Dushant Dave mentioned a petition against the Special Joint Encroachment Removal Action of Civic Bodies, including the NDMC and the PWD, and said a completely unauthorized and unconstitutional demolition has been ordered. He alleged that the demolition, which was to start at 2 p.m. on Wednesday, has begun at 9 a.m. and no mandatory notice for demolition has been served on the alleged violators. The area had witnessed violent clashes, including stone pelting, arson, and firing between two communities during a Hanuman Jayanti procession on Saturday. Eight police personnel and a local resident had sustained injuries. With 2067 new coronavirus infections being reported on Wednesday, India's total tally of COVID-19 cases rose to 4 crore 30 lakh 47,594, while the active cases increased to 12,340, according to the Union Health Ministry data updated on Wednesday. The death toll climbed to 5 lakh 22,006 with 40 fresh fatalities, the data stated. The active cases comprise 0.03% of the total infections, while the national COVID-19 recovery rate remained at 98.76%, the ministry said. An increase of 480 cases has been recorded in the active COVID-19 case load in a span of 24 hours. The daily positivity rate was recorded at 0.49% and the weekly positivity rate was recorded at 0.38%, according to the health ministry. The crime branch has intensified its probe into the 2017 actress assault case in which actor Dilip is an accused. The Kerala High Court has extended the time for the probe team to complete its investigation till May 31st after being convinced of the severity of the charges leveled against the accused. The crime branch has already begun the process of checking the lengthy audio clips thoroughly in order to extract further evidence in the case. The inquiry team rests all its hopes on the voice clips and messages which were seized from the mobile phones of Dilip and his accomplices in making a breakthrough in the case. A five-member crime branch team has been entrusted with the tedious task of checking as many as 6000 audio messages. Meanwhile, Dilip's wife and actress Kavya Madhavan will be questioned anytime soon. In all likelihood, she will be served with a notice to appear before the inquiry team at a place outside her house. It is not yet clear whether she will be made an accused or a witness in the case. President Ramnath Kovind has given his assent to the Criminal Procedure Identification Bill, which empowers police to obtain physical and biological samples of convicts and those accused of crimes. The act, which replaces the Identification of Prisoners Act 1920, was passed by Lok Sabha on April 4th and the Rajya Sabha on April 6th. 
Apart from providing legal sanction to police to obtain physical and biological samples of convicts and detainees for investigation in criminal matters, the legislation also empowers a magistrate to order measurements or photographs of a person to be taken to aid the investigation of an offence. In case of acquittal or discharge of the person, all material must be destroyed. The Act explains the types of data that may be collected, the people from whom such data may be collected and the competent authority to authorize such collection. It also provides for the data to be stored in a central database. Both the 1920 Act and the 2022 legislation clarified that resistance or refusal to give data will be considered an offence of obstructing a public servant from doing his duty. The International Monetary Fund has further slashed India's economic growth prospects for 2022 to 8.2% from its earlier projection of 9%, which in itself was lowered from 9.5%. The global economy will suffer significantly from the war in Ukraine, the fund further projected in its World Economic Outlook released on Tuesday. Notable downgrades to the 2022 forecast include Japan by 0.9 percentage point and India by 0.8 percentage point, the IMF said in the World Economic Outlook released on Tuesday. The revision reflects, it added, in part weaker domestic demand as higher oil prices are expected to weigh on private consumption and investment and a drag from lower net exports. The fund has also cut its projection for 2023 by 0.2 point to 6.9%. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.